0: Welcome to the She Leads With Light podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Ashley, also known as the Energy Queen. Welcome freaking home. Light leaders, way showers, quantum shifters, visionaries, global leaders. Together, we've got this. Together, we're raising the frequency. Together, we're remembering who we are on this journey. And I'm going to be interviewing some amazing global leaders. And we're going to spit some activations. And we're going to help you fully unleash your soul. You're also going to get some energy work from me. We're going to do some energy hacking. We're going to do some mindset work. We're going we're gonna to bridge the gap in manifestation to where you are, to where you want to be. This is going to be the most amazing podcast out there. And I'm so freaking stoked and excited to get rocking and get rolling. And let's get to it. Welcome to the She Leads with Light podcast with me, Sarah Ashley, and I have the amazing Mallory here. Mallory has been in my world for a little bit and we are actually co-collaborating on something really cool and epic together. And I am just so excited to have you here on the podcast. Why don't you tell people about who you are, your vibe, and all the things. Absolutely.
1: I'm so excited to be here. So as you introduced me, I'm Mallory. I'm essentially a soul activator and an intuitive business mindset coach. So I really love to position myself as a mindset coach for spiritual entrepreneurs, helping them build a business that's actually profitable and aligned. And we really need to get into that crux of the energy, as you so very well know, of falling into (laughs) place in order to embody and hold that space, especially when it comes to like regulating our nervous system to receive the wealth that we desire in our business and to have that be sustainable. So for myself, just like a little context, moving from the corporate environment into solarpreneurship. And really was infused with a lot of my own energy modalities. And then when I got into the mindset work, it was just such a beautiful integration to witness the two coming together and not necessarily viewing it as not mutually exclusive, I should say. And so just a beautiful pairing of the two. Mm -hmm. Um, A little bit more about me too, I would say being an earth element so grounded and so for me I find and especially with like feedback from clients it's always like that grounded perspective and this is really where again like with the mindset work we can get so caught up in our minds or into the cosmos of dreaming something bigger and it's really about the integration period and so that's what I really kind of hone in on is how can we integrate but in a way that's also accelerated
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. And you're, you know, just kind of being in your world and playing. And I know that we've done some things around just expanding your gifts and all of these things, like what I've seen from you in the depths. So tell me a little bit about like what really shifted for you as you're working with clients and like just the work. Like when I see you, it's like you go in and like you, you find these things and like you just pull the roots out, essentially. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: I love that analogy because that's definitely how I speak to almost the mindset work too of like, what's at the root behind this? And we need to deepen those roots to truly witness the success in our business. And I know even just like through working with you, one of the biggest pieces was the confidence, even in my messaging, like truly, truly standing behind that and being comfortable with that voice that I was also expressing in how I was positioning myself. And so definitely it was a huge shift and it's allowed me to almost recognize a product suite expansion in what I was initially positioning myself as holding space for, to witness that there was another kind of segment of individuals, especially as spiritual entrepreneurs that could get to the results in a quicker period of time. So for me, it's really this opportunity to mirror back, but also just get so curious. Like we can almost be an autopilot with those stories that we're holding on to and the thoughts. And what happens is the quick like modalities, not just from like the energy side of things, but the subconscious reprogramming of where we can like innately just bring that in and trust our intuition more so than anything. That one is what always comes forward to me is reading on the energy and just holding that space. And as I am just choosing so decisively, mm-hmm. this is a tool that we're going to bring forward that will allow this to kind of release itself. Mm-hmm. So you can step into like a new pathway and start to reprogram your mindset and neural pathways there mm-hmm. to witness what you're seeking.
0: Mm-hmm. And I can feel this vibe from you. Like, I feel like you found a faster way to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely that <laughs> coming out of me like I can feel it like let's jab like, like that. <laughs> yeah it's interesting
1: that you say that because I actually just recorded last night like a, a hypnosis for my clients and it was like Reiki infused as well but like energy infused of like really using and witnessing how our voice can be equally as activating in mm-hmm. some ways of like people that will listen into like those recordings of when you're holding into like the truth and the why and the intention more so than anything that in itself can offer the shift too. Mm -hmm. And so I've been inviting into like some of my work, a deeper level of intention and focus and allowing that to innately again, shift on an energetic level for that individual. It's almost just like that transmission. It's so hard to put into words at times, but when we're in that When we ourselves, it's almost like the rapport of like matching another person's energy. And that's part of it too, is like I'll match, but then I'll also enhance at a different level too Mm -hmm. in a subconscious way of how I'm doing some of the presuppositions. And this is more of like a neuro-linguistic programming technique of just allowing the language to be different, to change and shift their reality without them consciously knowing, because I want to speak to their subconscious through that. Mm -hmm. And I know that's super chunked up and macro, what I was just mentioning, but it's very much like just part of the process of the, how I would define a transmission in itself and how we go about activating people. It's the choice of the words and the unconscious communication Mm -hmm. that we're inviting in to the setting of a coaching client situation.
0: I love that. What I'm hearing underneath all of these, because I feel like, be, here's the thing. Like, I feel like becoming a master of frequency will just set you up so like expansive on your journey when you can find the the underlining, not tonage, but the frequency in the thing. So one of the things that um, I found on my journey is like going back through and working through maybe some sort of traumatic event or whatever label it is that you want to put on that. What I actually found um, curious is like I kind of grew up in an environment where yelling was like the norm, right? like mm-hmm. from stepdad and all that stuff and not that there was that just that just was his his way of expressing in that way like anyways and so what i found is when he would yell there was this empathic thing that i could do inside of me that was like i know you're not yelling at me so i want to hear your perspective around someone that like let's say has the limiting belief like you're not good enough or like you're stupid or like i laugh because that frequency like (sighs) here's the thing (laughs) what i really want to say behind the scenes of all of this (laughs) is that like it's not that your parents ever said those things to you and that was the thing that locked in that limiting belief and then boom here we are 10 years 20 years 30 years 40 years 50 years later and then that's the repeating pattern what I found was the frequency underneath that that we had actually said yes to so mm-hmm. what I'm seeing is kind of in your work you're able to adjust the frequency that would disrupt some of that discord through your neuralistic programming and your meditation mm-hmm. and all of that um does that make sense like Kind of like what I'm saying, (laughs) I feel like you have this way of going in and, and like not feeding into the stories Mm -hmm. coming through, but using your voice and using, um, you have this ability to change the tone, which is disrupting frequency. Yes. And then the, the charge to the old frequency will then just pop. Everything that you said is like, to a T, nailing it on a head, like very,
1: very much. And I understand the message behind those words too. Like so many different facets that you just touched on between not just like the name of the program that I hold people in being Frequency Business Mastery School, but the corporate job that I was into, uh, I don't want to go into the depths of it, but it was in a role where I was constantly taking on the projections of others, like anger. It was in a unionized environment and as a labor relations officer dealing with union stewards, you were constantly in that energy of projection. And so it almost comes into where can we better shield ourselves and protect ourselves, but also witness the mirror sometimes of what is actually truly ours here that's being reflected back to us. But those words of like my frequency disrupting someone else's cord to it, that's really Where I really honor, like the grounding and the calm energy and frequency, that tonality that I can bring in to recognize, like, let's calm your nervous system for a moment here, like, stop feeding into that recurring loop and pattern. Because when we've made a decision about something, that's ultimately what's created the belief within us of what you mentioned, like, I'm not good enough. And so, where is there actually, like, we almost forget to look at the tangible evidence of asserting that. And especially for those that come from a corporate environment, we've attached so much validity into our own worth and feeling enough of getting like the metric behind it or the validation piece and affirmation of you've done a great job. And so there's so much of like that self-acceptance and the Mm self-love that we choose to not necessarily make a priority within ourselves. And so that's where I really love to invite in. Just the acknowledgement of like, let's start celebrating these things of where you're really getting that praise, but also, of course, recognizing how we can disrupt the repatterning cycle of that. Because the more that we just kind of give our energy and focus to it, it's almost just recreating it in our reality. And we're not choosing to see that possibility. Like, it's such a silo. And so, for me, that's where I, I really kind of resonate with this word of enhancer, because I enhance your vision into something so much greater than the the perception that you are receiving in your current reality is the way that I like to look at it. So let's expand and enhance you versus that narrow kind of I always get the image of like a horse with like the shields at Wait. the side of their eyes <laughs> I don't know but it's really like that narrow kind of vision and we forget to remember the big picture here. Hmm. And this is where it's almost like you're so trapped into like the confines of your world, where it's like we lose sight of truly the macro vision at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that truly answered your question, but mm-hmm.
0: yeah, you're, you're right on on there. And something that's coming through as you're just talking here is like, it's not necessarily the words that we're wanting to hear, like you're doing an amazing job. Like good job, right? It's actually the frequency that we're wanting that those words actually admit. So if we're wanting to give that to ourselves and fill up our own cup, instead of looking, and yes, of course, looking at the areas where you're wanting that validation from the outside world and instead just giving validation to yourself and being able to sit in a stream and be like, what is the frequency that I'm actually wanting to play with here? What's the, what's the vibration that I actually wanting to fill me up? Or you could just ask your soul, Hey, soul, like what's the frequency I'm actually looking for here and have these conversations with yourself. Okay. Kind of what I talk about around soul talk, right? Like it's mm-hmm. not necessarily that I'm going to sit here and be like, Sarah, you, I'm so proud of you. That's not what the, that's not the frequency that I'm actually looking for. The frequency that I'm actually looking for is Sarah, Ashley, you're freaking amazing. I'm so excited for this journey and this expansion that you're stepping into that feels like I get this like soul ping. So Mm -hmm what is interesting is that if people can learn how to master frequency and start to really feel in order to really feel we've got to have their nervous system completely back into alignment and harmonized is kind of what i'm hearing you say in order to like actually be in your own vortex of energy as the words <laughs> <laughs> like how oh, i say things right or yeah. but, like to be in your own center of your your cocoon being grounded in the essence of who you actually are requires a nervous system adjustment so let's talk about what things like as far as the nervous system work like we're at what point (laughs) creates the disruption in the nervous system to be like okay i'm just going to pick up all these aggressive energies hmm
1: great question and definitely what you just mentioned there too like reverse engineering kind of like what's the feeling that we're truly desiring mm-hmm. and kind of moving it backwards into like those thoughts that we're holding like you were just saying like it's not the words it really is evoking the emotion within you and then that's where you can really start to collapse the time as well but when we look at like reversing that nervous system it's At times, like the aggression I find, it's almost like, yes, we are all ambitious, driven individuals, but when we set stuff out, especially on a timeline, and we're so constrained on that timeline, where again, we lose that sight of the long term, it's almost like the unconditional love Mm -hmm. that we want to bring in. And there's a point, a conditional tie to things when you put a timeline into place. And yes, we can work towards it's great for like motivation. But at the end of the day, it's actually a stressor on the nervous system. And we can fall into like that scarcity energy not to recognize, again, the abundance that's always available and with us on that daily basis. Mm -hmm. So I'm always kind of teaching clients in the sense of if you don't hit it this month, if you don't hit it two months out, not just again, like those feelings and the thoughts that are coming up to the surface, even three months down the road. But is your why strong enough that you will have that unconditional love with yourself through that journey and knowing and trusting the redirection, Mm -hmm. perhaps in some ways while staying unwavered in the same thing that's coming to light and not feeding into again our monkey mind. Because at those points when we start to recognize what are my predominant thoughts three months down the road when I haven't hit my goal. Is it more of like that aggressive type of command saying you're not good enough or you have to change your pricing, you have to change your offer? When really it's just you building up the inner work and the belief within yourself yeah. that you're just needing to meet your higher self at a quicker rate. Mm-hmm. And that's where this harmonizing comes into place.
0: Mm, so. I, that. I feel so good. Yay! Do you talk a little bit about really How to do that from the space of noticing when you're kind of ping ponging your energy, when you're kind of wrapped up in the loop of time versus how to snap out of that. Because I also feel like that's a really, that's a body response of I don't know how else to actually operate. Because maybe there are other people out there like us where we were in that fast paced corporate world. So our body was kind of used to that. And then when we come into creating a spiritual based business, where initially everything would just flow and we would get way more downloads from soul and we would be way more connected and more magnetic. <sighs> we could lean back in that feminine energy and notice when we have that kind of spike body response where I'm like, I feel like I'm pushing right here. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you recommend when you feel like that's the vibe and then consciously chasing the changing the neurotransmitters to change the program mm-hmm. so wow. many great um
1: yeah <laughs> ways to dive into that because it's almost like that, that squirrely kind of energy like the frantic like it's almost kind of falling back into exactly like what you were mentioning with the masculine like getting caught in the how and forgetting that feminine drive of like who who's behind it and like who do you need to be more than Getting into the how. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for myself, like the simplest, obvious method is like, where do I feel myself feeling more contracted versus like you were just saying, like the lean back, the expansive. And that really starts to come into play, even if it's just like putting in my schedule the a meditation period of time. Mm-hmm. But one of the ways that the best way that I've found reharnessing like the neural pathways to it mm-hmm. is actually, and this is just like a quick method is truly like tapping like Mm. doing some emotional freedom technique and allowing that talk therapy to come forward because I think that's also part of it where I'm suppressing what's really at the surface and so when I'm starting to tap and I recognize the talk therapy and those again like the energy of the words and the frequency that they hold to come forward it allows me to release at a deeper level and just come back into that middle space like I always just recognize it as where can I feel more almost like that fifth heart chakra, like the fifth dimensional heart chakra in my throat Mm -hmm. expanding upwards. And then that really gets me settled in and I quiet the voices. And there's actually been this really curious observation I've been making around Zodiac signs. So I know I mentioned I'm a Taurus and I do some of my best thinking when I'm out in nature and Yes, water is a big element for me. But I've also like been talking to like people that are fire signs and they're like I do my best thinking when I'm cooking. And there's always like fire there. And the ones that are like air signs are like I do my best thinking when I'm driving and like in an airplane, like truly in the air. Yeah, but I also think it's coming back into like what you were asking in the very beginning, like tell us more about you, trusting and being like in the permission slip of the beautiful attributes that make you, your soul. And that's just part of it too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really curious. I'm like sitting there, I'm like, wait, where's my, when do I do the best of the, I'm double cap, I'm double cap with the cancer rising, like desert, <laughs> mountains, yeah. where are all the places I've lived, water. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah, just kind of give yourself that moment
1: to think where am I bringing in the best ideas? But for me, EFT, like, again, something so simple and something to offer at least to the audience that they can already start to implement without, again, going through any sort of quote unquote training that you can quickly just pull up how to do a tapping session.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm curious. What do you find for yourself? um as far as well of course working with spiritual technology so I'm so and then I work with Healy and you know me, like I could just sit here and like let's play energy-wise. Like if you're down, if you're down to play. Um yeah. but I found really powerful is actually doing this process I can take you through if you'd like to experience it. <laughs> I love new things. Okay, so just place your feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mine were crossed. So and then What I want you to do is I just want you to tap on your wrist and I want you to say, soul, ground me into the place. Soul, ground me into the place. That would ground me the most right now. That would ground me the most right now. And then tap on your knees. And just from doing this, what are you feeling and what are you noticing? the soles of my
1: feet, really kind of feeling the roots of them going into the ground, underneath the boards of the floor, and really just kind of bring me into the seat that I'm in. Mm
0: -hmm. And now what I want you to do is I want you to say mind. Mind. Where are you right now? Where are you right now?
1: Even before I asked that question, I was kind of taken to like the beach like feet in the sand, just again, like earthing
0: elements. Mm-hmm. And from this space, I want you to say mind. Mind. Go to the place that is super calming for you and download the frequency. Go to the place
1: that is super calming for you and download the frequency.
0: And breathe. And what do you notice is happening to your nervous system?
1: It's definitely quieting down and feeling the shift even again, like around my chest in the heart center, like dropping me out of my mind and coming back into my body. Mm -hmm.
0: I want you to say mind. Mind. I want you to open up the space and invite beautiful energies into your system now.
1: I want you to open up the space and invite beautiful energies in now. And tell me how you feel. Mm, My um, crown just got like a nice burst of activation in the sense of just like opening up and expanding itself. So, Mm
0: -hmm. And I do one last piece and I do heart mapping on my heart and I just tap my heart three times. One, two, three. And I say, heart, can you hear me?
1: (sighs) Of course. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. I know we've done the heart mapping before and it was really powerful mm-hmm. I just love um it, yeah the, even like what we we're talking about EFT like tapping but talking and like the way that you just brought that in very clearly of like our intentions mm-hmm. intention mm-hmm. intention intention and like choosing it mm-hmm. so love and- it
0: Yeah, I'll just sit here and I'll just be like, heart, I want you to balance and stabilize my neurological system. (sighs) And I'm just literally being pulled back. Heart, I want you to balance and stabilize my nervous system and bring calming frequencies into my nervous system. And I'm feeling a contraction in my womb right now, right? Like a. uh, Wait, what? That relaxed, right? And so, then I'll say, heart, I want you to open up the space in my womb and give it permission to calm down and relax. And it just opened up, and it was like, okay. Right. And so that's pretty much the fastest way that I just kind of intuit things. And even though tapping, you know, I mean, you know, tapping here on your your Mm -hmm. eyebrows and then your chin and then your nose, one of the things that I've explored through that. Is actually, I know the access gates of my body. So mm-hmm. I could sit here and I could say, Soul, I want you to find the point in your body that would actually release fear right now. And my hand just goes here. Mm-hmm. So ask the question, just say, Soul. Soul. I want you to find the point in your body that would release fear. I want you
1: to find the point in my body that releases fear.
0: Good, and go there. And just let's hold. And as I'm holding, there's energies moving in my belly and it's almost gurgling. My heart's opening up. And what are you noticing? Just as you just hold that point. Just for me, it's just a lot of energy
1: moving through. I know at least... Others can't see the visual, but it's on the side of my neck. And so it's very much just the pulsating of like a release coming through. Yep. And it, equally, as I'm even saying that, like the energy through my left hand is almost just taking it out as well. Yep. So yep. it's like this running connection between the two.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'll just hold it here and tell literally... I don't feel any fear in my body. I can tell that there's also um, a release happening in that womb space of that contraction where I was feeling before, and I can feel like it's getting ready to release and my stomach is gurgling even more. And I just sit here and have these sessions with myself. Um, Also, I'll do things like soul, show me the place on my body to actually access more of my power. And mine is the opposite. Mm, interesting. So it's back about- side, right? <laughs> so there was this energy when I would do the tapping where I could feel like I was about to, um, feel a certain release. And then I just had this kind of not breakthrough, but divine remembrance from my soul around, wait a minute, I have different grids and different access gates than, than you, Right. And you will actually have different currents of energy and access gates than me. Mm -hmm. And it was just this epiphany that I'm like, wait a minute, I know my body, you know, your body more than anyone. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, let me just ask my soul. And I would play with this and I would have the craziest releases instead of just doing like an actual tapping of, um, I'm releasing the fear and I no longer Mm -hmm. have fear. And, and that like, didn't do it for me. And so then I just found a way that did. So, (laughs) yeah, I love
1: that. I know there's such different, like, um, for me like that, approach with the soul it's like the sovereignty in like choosing to listen to your body and that's where it's like at times the EFT it's like the release will come through a yawn for me or laughter even and the the ability to really just choose kind of what I talk about is like those thoughts of like choosing the thought that you're willing to replace and like recognize that shift Physiology, like the physiology behind the shift as well that will start to take place just as with this. And I know it reminds me too of like the decision-making for me, it's all about like, we can truly make these decisions. Like we're kind of caught in the confines of like comfort and confusion. And so when we make this decision almost with our higher self too, it goes back into the body for me at least. So like, And I'm sure the same for you is like, higher self, like show me what a yes feels like and just show me what a no feels like. And when I first asked that question in itself, I was actually really surprised where my no went because it's kind of that guiding force with my intuition as well. But at the same time, it was just acknowledging and practicing with it. And I think that's the other thing too that's so important is allowing ourselves to be committed into the practice because just to come willy-nilly And like, try to find that spot, you're never going to find that certainty as well. Mm -hmm. So, it's just allowing ourselves to lean in with that surrender Mm -hmm. of acknowledging what wants to come through, whether it's through like the talk and the voice or within the body, too.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. Yay. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you. Do you have anything else that you feel like your soul really wants to share with the world today? I think there's just like a point of which,
1: you know, aspects of where like for both you and I, Sarah, of like recognizing we kind of unlock those codes within others, but the codes are there. Like, you know, everything you are ready and not to like get stuck in the second guessing or something else needs to take place and click for you in order to be the successful individual that you've always desired yourself to be. So I'll just kind of leave it with that as well as just the last kind of championship
0: message to get across. Mm-hmm. I love that you've, you've mastered this, this essence within you because you have this very grounding energy where I think that, um, as you start to ground, I feel like you're connected to your body more, Right. Mm -hmm. And so whatever that way is for you, and it's really cool that you're using your kinesthetic and finding that that yes and that no for yourself and just show me yes and no. And it may not always be the expansive energy in your heart, and it may not be this sort of feeling. So I also just want to share with people like everything that Mallory is saying. What, I, what I'm picking up underneath these frequencies is like you have your own unique way and finding your own unique way through all of these different processes. And you hold space for people in that way, that their way is the correct way for them.
1: Yes, absolutely. Thank you. And it's, it's come with some trial and tribulation, of course. And there's always like these aspects of the kinesthetic piece really spoke to me there too because moving into sessions with some clients you would feel like this performance anxiety almost and this is almost just our ego feeding the mind of like i want this validation again and going back into like the kinesthetics the grounding in your body that's where we can allow our intuition to come through and truly hold the session that will be the most powerful for clients so always finding those ways to fall back into the body. Mm-hmm. I love that.
0: Yay. So mm-hmm. good. Okay, Thank Mal. you. Where can people find you? Instagram, Facebook website? Yeah. Instagram and website.
1: Um, truly though, Instagram is kind of where my hub is. So it's at mal.meyer, M-E-Y-E-R and whitewolfreiki.ca is my website. Um, so it's, it's updated here and there, but truly
0: you want like the latest and access to work with me. And is that my Instagram page? That's cool. Awesome. And I'll link it in the show notes. Thank you, everyone. Let us know how you felt about this and diving into the tapping and, and let us know your experience. And I will see you in the next episode of She Leads With Light.